the previous episode, I showed you how to create a project and multiple task models all in the same form. And we have these add and remove task links, which uh, manage them dynamically all on the client side. And then when we hit the create project button, uh, the appropriate tasks and project all get saved all at once. And it just works. But it only works for creating a project. What if we want to handle the editing process of the project as well? So let's say we want to edit a project and then be able to add and remove tasks dynamically here and be able to save that. And when it saves it, it will either create new tasks or it will just update existing tasks um, if they already exist in the database. So let me show you how to do that in this episode. Now I'm going to go through a lot in this episode, so um, I'll try to explain things as I go along, but it does get uh, pretty complex. All right, uh, let me show you first exactly what I changed in the code since the last episode. And if we take a look at this, I have a couple new actions here, edit and update in our, pro in our controller. And these are just the standard, uh, standard code instead of here just for managing the project model. Notice the task model isn't even mentioned here. This is uh, the tasks are handled all inside the project. All right, so I do have an edit uh, template. And notice in the edit form, I'm rendering a partial here, a partial of fields. So I'm actually doing this in both the edit and new templates. So I move the fields into partials so that they can be shared across them without any duplication. And here's that fields template. And um, it's just the exact same code I had in the last episode. It's just um, moved into a partial. And I am rendering the task fields here in a separate partial. So here's that task fields partial, which here again is that that um, little name for the, the task fields. And this name is important because it passes the task attributes into the project model through this hash task attributes, and then it passes the attributes for each of the tasks as an array in the attributes through this empty uh, square brackets here. So that way in our project model, we have this task attribute setter, um, which takes an array of attributes, loops through all of them, builds a new task for each of the, the hash of attributes which are passed. So that's really the gist of it, of what we have working now, and most of it's the same code that you, I showed you in the last episode. So what I want to do in this episode is handle the editing side of things. So if we reload this here, you can see that most of it actually kind of works. We have our edit and add and remove links, which are still working fine for our edit project page. But what we need to do is actually be able to save it. And if we try to click update project right now, we'd end up getting an error message. And that is because if we look at our HTML source here, where we once had square brackets that were empty, we now have a little number inside of here, and because in our create action they were empty, but here there's a number, and this is the ID of the task model. Now Rails tries to be helpful here and fills in our square brackets. Oh, let's go back here. Our empty square brackets here. Rails tries to fill it in with the task's ID number, but we don't really want that because what it does is it creates a conflict. We're trying to submit. Um, we want to keep it all in an array of task attributes, but Rails tries to turn it into a hash when we have a little ID number in there. So instead we need to work around that helpful little feature and uh, and uh, not have the ID number passed in the square brackets. And to do that, 
it's kind of a little bit ugly, a bit of a hack, but it's the only way, the best way now so far, and that is to pass index as nil into the wherever you specify a new field for a task. And this way, if we view the source reload, it won't put an index inside of the, the, the empty square brackets. Alright, so that way all the task attributes will be passed properly depending on if they are uh, new or uh, existing. So then we can need some way in our project model to differentiate the task between an existing task and a new task so that we can either update it or create it in, in this little loop here. So to do that I'm going to add a little condition here. Only if the if it's not a new record. Let's um, render the ID of the task as a hidden field. So let's put the ID number in here, and we do need to pass that index nil option again here. So that's kind of annoying, but it's just necessary. All right, so we do have our hidden field attribute, which will be filled in for the existing tasks. And that way, it'll be passed to our project model, and then we can just check for the existence of this attribute and depend on it. So we can do uh, if the attributes ID is blank, then we want to build a new task. Otherwise, we want to update it. And for updating our task model, this is a little bit tricky. We first need to uh, fetch the task with that ID number. And if we just fetch it from the database, then we'll be dealing with um, a separate record than the task model which is inside the project memory. So we need to actually loop through the project's task. I'll use the detect method on here. So that way we're dealing with the project's task in memory and that way we don't have to worry about actually saving it inside of this method. We'll save it later on. So let's find the task with the ID which is equal to the attributes ID. Let's convert it to an integer to make sure it's the same uh, type cast. And for that task, we want to update the attributes. So the attributes are just the attributes which are passed here. All right, that should work then. Let's try that out. Uh, we have our little form here. Um, paint the fence red. Let's try changing a task and update project here. And it looks like it's supposed to work, but it doesn't really. It doesn't actually change our task here. And the reason is, is that how um, Rails handles the saving of the child model of the task model. Well, when we were creating a project, Rails saved the task for us because it was a new project. But here we're updating an existing project, and Rails um, doesn't save the the child tasks, the existing tasks, automatically for us. So what we need to do is actually save them manually. So I'm going to do that with a callback. So after we update our project model, we want to save the tasks. And in here, I just want to loop through the tasks. And then for each task, I want to just call save on it. Now I'm going to pass false to this so that it bypasses the validation. Because right here, this is after the project model has been saved. I don't really want to handle validation here. If I'm going to handle validation, I want to do it before this, this point. So I'm just going to ignore validation entirely so we don't get any uh, strange issues right here. We just make sure the task gets saved. So I'll handle the validation uh, before this point. All right, so we got our um, 
Let's see if this works now. Paint the fence red. Let's try updating our project. And that worked. We now have a task model which is updated properly as well. So let's try adding a new task and see if that works. And I can't think of anything creative, so I'm just going to stick with a new task. And that works too. So it properly detects if the task is existing, updates it. Otherwise, it'll actually create the new task. Um, that just is handled by passing of the ID attribute. All right, so that works. But what, what doesn't work yet is our remove links here. So if we remove a couple tasks, click update project, the tasks pop back up. And that is because the code inside of our remove link, all it's doing is just removing the, the HTML text fields here. It's not actually uh, removing any records in the database. So instead of simply removing the fields, if we go to back to our, our task form field here, so you can see it's just fetching the element for the task and removing it, removing this whole ID here. But we don't want to do that. For a um, an existing task, we need to handle the removal prod process differently. We need to actually store it in some kind of state so that the project knows to remove that, that task when it gets to the database. So I'm going to move things around a little bit here. And so I want to actually have a different remove link depending on if it's a new record or not. So if it's a new record, remove the, the task the normal way, or it just removes the text field. If it's an existing record, then I want to handle it uh, they're moving differently. And I'm just going to put some, some JavaScript in here to do it. I'm actually going to call a different um, function. But for this, I'm going to, um, we need some kind of handle, some kind of state to pass on to the, the server to know to remove it or not. So we need a hidden field. So let's create a new hidden field here. Let's call it should destroy. And this means we need a virtual attribute in our task model. So let's make a task task model here. Attribute accessor should destroy. And this will just hold either one or zero depending on whether or not our task should be destroyed or not. So let me make a should destroy question mark uh, version, which just checks the contents of it and see if it's a one. Then if it is, then it should destroy it. If it's not, then uh, it'll pass false for the should destroy method. So that way, this uh, should destroy should get set on the task model when we update our attributes, and we can know whether or not we should destroy the task when we save uh, the tasks for the project. And this means that in our remove link here, we need to set this task hidden field should destroy uh, to one. And to do that, I'm going to pass uh, set a class on here so that we have something to grab onto through the JavaScript. And um, I'm actually going to handle this in a separate function because it'll be kind of long. So um, let's call mark for destroy and pass this element to it. And when you have a custom JavaScript function, one place to put it is into your application.js file, because this gets loaded when you load the default JavaScript files. And just new, make a new function, call it mark for destroy. And I'll pass the element to here. 
And this means I can grab onto that element and kind of mess with some other uh, elements around it. So I can call next on it to fetch another element after it called uh, with the class of should destroy. And that's that hidden field I made. And then I just need to set the value to one. And then the one other thing I want to do here is let's call up something very similar to what I did before is to fetch the the uh, the task element which is surrounding it this one and hide it so let's call hide on here and I'm not actually removing it here because I still want the the form field to be passed uh, to the server I just want to hide it so that it looks like it was deleted so that's the the little JavaScript you need to handle the the marking of the task is for destroy. And that means back in our project here, we actually need to handle this mark uh, for destroy. So instead of just saving the, the task, we need to check if it's uh, for destroy or not. So if D is should be destroyed, then we want to destroy it. Otherwise, we just want to uh, save the task. So that was a lot of code, but let's see if it works. And um, we got our task links here. Let's click remove on a couple of them. Click update project and it works. It successfully removes the task models from the project model and uh, destroys them. So we now have an edit project form which you can add new tasks, update existing tasks, or remove tasks all in one form and all the state gets handled all on the client side and just gets passed to the server side on one big call and it all gets managed inside of our project model back here. So it's really not that much code considering how how much stuff you're doing uh, with this task. You Just remember that our new um, project link is working as well where we create a project because we didn't actually mess anything up with that. Um, it just works the same way. Alright, um, one more thing is handling validations. Now I know I got a lot of comments about this and Handling validations can be kind of tricky when dealing with multiple models. And let me just give you a couple hints. And that is one one thing to do is to make sure that your task models get validated the same time your project does. And to do that, you can do I'll call this validates associated tasks. And that way, when your project model gets saved or created, it makes sure that all your task models are valid as well and it will, won't will validate the project if it is. And that's pretty much all you need to do because the way I handle this task updating, um, everything gets ch saved uh, in memory, not actually to the database until the actual save happens for the project. So the validation should all work. Now the big problem is, is how to actually display the error messages. Now unfortunately, I don't have a good answer for that in this episode because it's just too much to go into. But I will try to include some some um, code and and links in the show notes to help you out a little bit more. And um, you can ask some questions in the comments if you have more more questions about it. Um, maybe I'll make it a a future episode too, depending on on the demand. But anyway, um, that's pretty much all there is to managing multiple models in one form for creating and editing projects. Hey, do me a favor and check out our sponsor peepcode.com. They make excellent Ruby on Rails screencasts, so it should be right up your alley.